Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go. Are you looking to make a lifestyle change for your health and wellness? Try personal training through Renegade Soul. Follow Renegade Soul 216 on Instagram and Facebook. Go to the website www.renegadesoul216.com. Sign up today for your first personal training session. You're worth it. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek edition of our podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic. I'm one of your hosts, Ron Pierce, better known as RP. And I'm your other host, Big Sean. I hope everyone's doing well this evening. What's going on, Big Sean? Nothing much, man. What's going on with you? Hey, I'm just happy to be feeling better. Um, happy to not have to take a rest after I do <laughs> any and everything. If I turn the channel, I <laughs> I needed to take a nap. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm the old age to to you. Yeah, man. Old age I'm, plus sickness. That it's, uh, that's not a good combo nowadays. That fatigue, I don't know what I had per se, but that that fatigue was nothing I have I'm used to. I that was that was tough. So I'm just glad to be feeling a little bit better. Uh definitely feeling better than I've been feeling. So I I'll take a eighty percent. I'm glad to hear that. I take eighty percent all day long based on you know where I came from. Uh other than that, man, you know, uh here we are. Uh this is the prototypical. Uh, we always talk about this, but we're prototypically at that spot with the Browns where we're starting to get into the new week, leaving the old week behind, so to speak. So we've uh, kind of forgotten and not forgotten, but we've kind of let it go. The frustrations uh, as we move forward into uh, uh, week 17. So uh, we got some stuff we want to talk about when uh, with that. Uh, but as you all can tell, uh, for those of you who might be watching us uh on the, on the video, and for those who aren't, we are completely and totally Ohio Stated up uh, as fans. Uh, we, Sean has on his scarlet and gray. I got my Ohio State scarlet and gray. We got our backdrops. Everything's rocking. It's that time, baby. College football playoffs. We got a semifinals game on Friday at 8 p.m. down in New Orleans uh, in the Sugar Bowl against, to be honest with you, outside of, you know, anybody in our conference, I, I think my frustrations with Clemson are, are very, very uh, pretty high. I, I legitimately dis, have disdain for uh, Dabo Sweeney and for Clemson. Uh, I don't like Clemson. I, I cannot stand Dabo Sweeney. Uh, and he's made it clear that he doesn't like Ohio State, which is fine. I, I get that too. Um, so, I, I, you know, we're going to talk about that game, the Sugar Bowl game. And you know what? And, and, and it doesn't help that we haven't beaten them yet. And oh, we have not. We're the five. Well, no, against them. Well, in the in just in the college football playoffs, we're on two. Uh, but we're I don't know about previous, previous bowl games. Oh. Previous bowl games, we're we're on five. So, yeah. total, yeah, yeah, that's 
Yeah, exactly. and then you know, two years, two or three years ago, they embarrassed the hell out of us. Yeah, third one. They embarrassed us, or we embarrassed ourselves. I, it was a little bit of both. I think it was like, a we good thing to win anything that game. <laughs> That's I when think uh, was, they had Deshaun Watson. It was thirty-one nothing. Who was our quarterback? It was uh, uh, JT. Oh, okay. And yeah, he couldn't get anything done. Um, at all, no. Nothing. We couldn't run. We couldn't pass. Like we pretty much couldn't do shit that old game. The last and then game, last year's the bottom. Last year's game was um, a good game. Yeah, we were up. We were up quite a bit. And now the thing I, I take most away from that game, it wasn't just the the controversial calls, but it was how we could not take advantage in the red zone. We got onto the red zone several times and had to kick field goals. Yeah, and I was telling uh, the person I was watching the game with at the time. Like that's gonna come back to haunt you. When you get a national champions on a rope like that, you have to get yeah, touched. You, gotta, you gotta get six. You gotta, you gotta get six. And, and when we couldn't finish them, I said that's gonna come back to haunt us because eventually these guys are gonna get into a rhythm, and that's exactly what they did. And, yeah, because uh, they were a little bit off. I mean, but our our defense played well um, early on. They did. We played well early on. Uh, and honestly, our offense played well. Justin Fields played pretty decent last year. He did. Um, and he has some. He actually has some some spots where he played awesome. We but played a very play. very good game. We just he had play some spots where you kind of look at the game and you say, "Damn, you know, he just missed on this pass. He just and honestly, that last pass at the end of the game, if they just miscommunicated." And if they would have been on the same page, that would have been a touchdown for me to won that game. Right. That game came down to maybe two or three really, really big plays by yep. Clemson. Yeah. But we, but the overall game, we played a better game, you know, beginning to end. Where we just didn't do enough to win. So, um, and now Dabble Sweeney is 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 talking trash. I mean, he's really being just flat out disrespectful. Basically, saying Ohio State didn't play enough games. We don't belong to be there. My um, man, damn, they do the coaches poll. He's gonna rank us eleventh. My man got Coastal Carolina above right. us, and they just lost their bowl game to Liberty. But that, I mean, but you know, that's Dabo. Dabo is is that kind of a guy. He's a brash. As much as I dislike him, you know, the truth is, you got to knock him off the pedestal. You, you right? He's a hell of a coach. You know, uh, he he makes sure his teams are are uh, are ready. In general, his teams always show up, so it's easy to dislike them. It's hard to beat them though. So you have to, you know, put all your put all well, your ducks and, and in it helps, And it helps that he plays in the worst Power Five conference in college I mean, football. Hey, by it does, but then he also gets into these championship games and beats, yeah, true. you know, the big time teams on a regular. I mean, he should. I mean, his team, his team is fresh. I mean, when you basically got eleven cupcakes, look fresh. It's people that say that about there. They say that about us too. <laughs> we go in there and get hammered, but you know. Uh, but you know what? Here's the difference between them and the Big Ten. Yes, on paper. The Big Ten does not have um, a lot of firepower, but any team—Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio State—you can get caught slipping at any time. You go, you go to Iowa at the wrong time. You go to Iowa on a night game. You go to Purdue on a night game. You go to Penn State. 
Hell, you can, go to games. you can go to Indiana. Indiana, Indiana yeah. you, you can go in there and get got. Yeah. You're not getting got going in the Cleveland well, Conference. You're not, well, getting, let me, you're not getting got nope, going nope. in Syracuse. Nope, you got to rephrase that. You shouldn't get got going into Syracuse. You shouldn't get got going into Miami anymore. Miami ain't, that ain't the U. I don't call it the U at all. That ain't the U. The U, they left the U in the 90s, early 2000s, maybe. The last right. group of cats that came out of the U that I gave them U status was K2 and them, you know, okay. uh, uh, and all them guys getting ready to retire. Uh, uh, my man Frank Gore, all them guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of those guys have retired. That's and what that's what I'm saying. Like that, that group of guys ain't there. So you, but I will give Clemson and Dabo this. They're just like Miami because Miami ran rough shot over the ACC. Uh, you know when they were there, even with Florida State being really, really good. But it was yeah, like they a, were in the. Back then, they were in the Big East, I believe. Not at first. Yeah, they, they were in there with like Pitt and West Virginia. Miami, Miami was in the Big East later. They all, they all. No, but, but but they played Florida State every year just as a rival. It wasn't a conference game back then. You kidding me right now? The ACC is kind of they've gotten the ACC recently, within the last maybe ten years. Really. And for a while, I think I think back in like the Michael Irvin like them days, I think they were independent for years. No, I think they were independent back then. Yeah, and then they I went to the big ACC, but, but <clears throat> and that's okay because uh, at the end of the day, it didn't matter what who they were who they were playing. I, I can look it up real quick. They was gonna beat the hell out of whoever the hell it was anyway. They were that much better than everybody um, right. back then. You know, they were so much better. Uh, I don't care who. And look, and they never had people always talk about Ohio State quarterbacks. Uh, other than Bernie and Vinny, oh, and Jim Kelly, you really haven't had a lot of Miami quarterbacks come out that are just. No, not really. You know, that blow you away or 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 even had longevity like Walsh was awful once he got to the league. Uh Gino Toretta was awful when he got oh, he was, Gino Toretta was awful when he was in college. I don't even know how he even got the <laughs> – He won the Heisman. The, the Heisman. He won yeah, the Heisman. Yeah, so back then in, in 2002, they were in the um, – they were in the Big East. In 02, they were in the Big East. That's the year we yep. won the uh, title. Right. That's the year K2 and then we beat them. They had Ken Dorsey and um, Willis McGahee. There was a McGahee. Yeah, yeah. McGahee was the running back. Yeah, because they tore his knee up. Uh, tore up his knee. On that hit. That Mike and Frank Gore was the backup. I think Frank Gore came in and backed yeah, him up. Yeah, he came after that. Frank was after that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's crazy that this team, uh, that Clemson has kind of mimicked that type of a team. Like, they're the best. They're clearly the best team in there. Uh, conference that conference had ups and downs with whoever was going to be the best. Uh, at a time, it was Vitek. At a time, for a long time, it was uh, Florida State. You know, right. so it's had its little kind of changing of hands. 
But definitely over the last six, seven years, it's been all Clemson all the time. Like, ain't nobody beating Clemson over there. I mean, teams have come close, but that's what conference teams do. They yeah, now, what's through. interesting is since they, since like Notre Dame was an honorary member of the ACC this year, will they keep Notre Dame in the conference? Because well, Notre Dame what, might actually, I think that's might be able to give Clemson some competition. But I think that's on Notre Dame because Notre Dame's power comes from be them being an independent. Uh, right. You know, that's where their big power comes from. But, uh, you know, remember when they were, what were they, Conference USA for a minute, uh, Notre Dame, and then they went to the Big East for a minute? Like they've done a couple of Yeah. But well, they like in basketball, here's the thing like in basketball, they've always been in a conference in basketball. Recently, no, football, they remain independent. They could like, like in, yeah, like in basketball, they were in the Big East for years. Yeah, but in football, they remain independent. Which I don't know how all that stuff works. How the politics of college of college sports, whether how you be it's independent in one sport. Now you could play whoever, you could play wherever. Right. You know, outside of your uh, obligatory USC game and your obligatory Michigan game, they're they're going to play whoever they want. You know, I right. remember those years when they played uh, Miami, you know, in the middle of the season for no reason. Right. Or when they played Florida State in the middle of the season for no reason. Like, those games used to go hard. Those games. Yeah, or or it's like they would rotate. They would be Big Ten heavy one year. And the next yep. year, they're ACC heavy. Yep. Now, they wouldn't play any SEC teams. No. They, they may, like, play an Oklahoma or somebody like that. They may play somebody, like, from the Big 12. They might throw in there, but they they wouldn't touch the SEC. Yeah, they might play Oklahoma State. You know, uh, like you said, Big Twelve team. <laughs> they, they weren't going nowhere near no damn Alabama or Auburn. They were <laughs> they weren't playing them until a bowl game. No. All right, man. Let's go ahead and dig into the game. Um, I believe Clemson um, are nine and a half point favorites, which is really an insult. Which I pretty much means that I saw seven and a half. Saw seven and a half. That's still an insult. That's, that's still a heavy. I thought so too. I thought yeah. that was a little bit. That, that's a heavy spread. Because basically, what you're saying is Ohio State does not have, have a shot chance. in hell of winning this game. As a matter of fact, you really don't hear too much buzz about it nationally. Um, you may start to hear a little bit more tomorrow as you get closer to the game, but there's really no buzz. It's really no buzz for either one of the games right now. Because I think um, America believes these games will both be blowouts. You know, the other game being. Alabama. Yeah, they're just sitting back. Everybody's sitting back waiting for uh, Clemson, Alabama again. And I think, too, you might have a little bit of Alabama and Clemson fatigue. You hear people complain or like they're tired of having the same same two teams, same four teams um, in the college football playoffs every year. They want to expand it, give other teams a shot. Um, I can see, I, you know, if they went to eight, I wouldn't mind that, but then if you go to eight, then they were like, well, well, how come we can't go to 12? How come we can't go to, you know, somebody's always going to get left out uh, or, or somebody always feels they should be in that may get left out. I think eight would probably be the perfect number because uh, number nine really doesn't have that much of an argument, really. I think six is good. I think eight is okay. I'm fine with either or yeah or maybe doing six because i think that you may have to reward like the really the number one seed really doesn't get a reward for being the number one seed um also they may want to take a look at 
is uh, stop doing preseason rankings because preseason rankings give certain teams an unfair advantage. It makes um, them feel, well, well, no, it, I think it gives them an unfair uh, uh, entitlement. Like, oh, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, it ain't no advantage, it, but it's an entitlement. Like they feel yeah, like you could be so. like, like, like you come in, you come in at number one, right? Preseason number one. You lose a game in the middle of the season. All right, you go eleven and one or whatnot. Most likely, if you win your conference championship, you'll still go to the um, playoffs. And you can have a team like, let's say, Colorado, who may have been preseason ranked thirty-five. For them to work their way up, they could go undefeated, but for them to work their way all the way up to yeah. Yeah. to get into that realm. As opposed to a to a blank slate where yeah, you're just right. like, wow, these dudes are are eight and zero. You know what I mean? And they beat a really good Navy team, and they beat a really good, you know, uh uh, you know, a Pac-10 team out of conference type game. That was that was a dope game. Boom, boom, boom. And now instead of them being 25th. You're actually looking at them like they're just a good football team, and maybe now they're 12 or or 14. Right. And and that's and that's what doesn't happen. But I, I come on, bro. Everything that happens or that that they put into this thing is all about it's all about the money anyway. But it's all about the money and to keep people talking. I mean, they like the controversy. They, they like having you know. You got to have something to talk about. So you're you're absolutely right. So. Let's let's um, let's let's think about this uh this sugar bowl game. Uh you got your number two Clemson versus your number three Ohio State. Um Clemson is coming off beating the breaks off of Notre Dame uh in their conference championship game. I don't was the game ever close? I don't think it was when I watched it. Was it close in the First quarter, like in the first was, quarter, maybe one the second quarter. Close. It was tight. very early. It was close very early, mostly because it started zero zero. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, Clemson really caught caught fire, and you know they didn't forget the overtime, the double overtime loss. Uh, they didn't have Trevor Lawrence because of the uh, the COVID situation. So they didn't forget Dabo. I guarantee you, Dabo didn't forget. If anybody else did, and he didn't let his team forget. Again, I, I say that all day long. If nothing else, I can give Dabo. The dude is a good coach, and he is uh, one of those guys that just believes in pounding that win and getting that win, and his team being on top. Like I, I'm never going to be against that type of a of a attitude. He's going to make sure. At the end of the day, he did everything he could to make sure his team wins. Uh, even if it means he's got to talk junk in the, in the media or whatever he's got to do to give his team an edge, that's what he does. Uh, so they came out in that game and they beat the, the, the breaks off of Notre Dame. So I'm saying, me saying what I just said, they're coming into this game to try to beat the breaks off of us. They're trying to come into this game. That's what Dabo is doing. It's all uh, it's all psychology. He's trying to, you know, implore his team. You know, he's almost like uh, like Phil Jackson used to be, like the Zen master guy. I'm gonna use these words and these little codes here and there. 
to get my team to understand that this is what I'm talking about type of thing. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to, you know, just encourage his team through the media by saying certain things like y'all don't even belong on the same field as us, like to continue to push that narrative into his team. So they're going to come out really hard. They're going to come out really fast. They are already a fast team. They are a very uh, precise team. So, you know, from our standpoint, we're going to have to be ready. Like Ryan Day can't have one of these brain farts that we've seen him have, uh, you know, yeah. more specifically uh, as we were playing, what was that, the North, the Northwestern uh, game? Like, bro, what are you doing, man? You know how we were sitting around like, what is this? It's really like almost him and Stefanski had a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They better get called the worst game plan possible going into the biggest games of the season. Like, you know, what, are you, what are y'all? They, they exchange notes. <laughs> hey, you call this fucked up play here, and I'm going to call this fucked up play here. <laughs> you know, it was awful. Yeah, and really, yeah, they, hey, really hey. they got to call – a better game all around, like on defense. Defense got to tackle, man. Now I'm gonna tell you what. That's where my issue is with uh, with this team. Last year, our defense played pretty good in this game. Uh, I'm I'm not sure, and I said this from day one. This defense is not that good. No, uh, it's not. We're not that good, and if we don't win uh, this game. If we don't win a national championship, it'll be because of our defense more than it'll be because of our offense. Um, because this defense is not good. They, this defense is not good. Uh, you know, no, they're not fundamentally sound. They're not fundamentally. You also don't, don't have any studs, though. You don't. They don't have the the intensity or the pass rushers. You have, have a few guys season. that play good, but again, having a few guys that play good versus what we're used to seeing, you know, when you have a Chase uh, Young, when you have, you know, go back in the annals of Ohio State, you got an Andy Katzenmoyer, you got, you know, guys that uh, make 20, 30 tackles a game. You know, you got a Sean Springs on the court. You know what I mean? You got guys that can shut you down. And you shut down, shut down. Not kind of fake shut down, but no, nah, you done. Tough Borland and all those guys, they're good, but they're not, right. uh, you know, the guys that we've seen go in the first round, second round of, of the draft in the last, you know, uh, 10, 12 years. They're none of those guys. You know, they're not exactly. those kind of guys. So to you have to play a complete, game if you're going to beat Clemson because they're going to catch you slipping. So my concern is the defense. Our defensive backfield is not good outside of Wade, and Wade has not been that great either. Let's be honest. I don't know how. And also, I don't know how the hell. I want to give a minute to all America. I'm I'm like, what did he do? Yeah, exactly. I want to give a memo to Ryan Day. Ryan Day, listen to me. Justin Fields is not going to win a Heisman this year, so you don't have to showcase him. We'll have him out here throwing 45 times to try to showcase this kid. He's not going to win a Heisman. Right now, we're trying to win a national championship. And if he is going to win the Heisman, he ain't going to win it in these two games 
uh, regardless. So right. that decision is run the football. Like if you used to use the run to set up the pass, take some of that pressure off. Please and thank you. He's looked shaky the past couple of weeks. He hasn't looked crisp. So Trey Sermon looks like if he's finally found his his footing. Trey. He's has, a veteran. Yep. Let thank him you. run the football. Thank you. Trey Sermon, uh, much like Stella, has found his groove. Right. And, and I'm trying to tell you, that is the, the bread as well as the butter. That's that fresh Amish butter right there. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is that good Amish butter right there, man. Get the ball to Trey Sermon as often as possible. Um, I'm not saying that this dude is going to run for, for 300 yards uh, you know, against Clemson. I'm not expecting that. Uh, however, we ran pretty well, and you know I think J.K. might be a little bit better, <laughs> or a lot better, a lot than better. Trey Sermon. Um, but he also understood the offense a lot better than Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon's only in his sixth game with this with this team, so it is a little bit tough to try to figure out an offense, figure out your way within an offense, and then make it work for what you actually do. And plus, they wasn't giving him that many carries. They you know, were. He was giving Master Teague the majority they were, of carries. They were trying to trying to give Master Teague looks. And listen, I've said it for a long time. I'm not. We don't have we don't have the speed that I'm used to us having at the running back. I don't know if you remember me having this discussion with you uh, earlier in the season. We don't have the. I'm used to the J.K. Dobbins type of speed. I'm used to the Ezekiel Elliott type of speed. I'm used to having guys, uh, uh, Beanie Wells. I'm used to guys uh, just taking off and you just looking like, damn, where the hell right. are we going? I'm not used to guys just being the grinded out. We haven't, I mean, and, and even Eddie George was fast. These guys aren't like super fast. Now, now Trey, while he's not like super fast, he's a lot shiftier. And again, I don't know if you remember me saying this when we were like talking about the uh, when the season started for us in the Big Ten. I was talking about how they how they run. I think Master right. Teague is your power guy because he really only is just north and yeah, south. Yeah, pretty much run. He's the one cut guy. He's going to yeah. run straight ahead, north south. Now, now Trey is a little shiftier. He's not fast. But he is shiftier. He has better eyes and he has better hips. And to me, he should be your future premier guy. Again, uh, we need to have an intervention with Ryan Day because I need Ryan Day to understand a few things. Uh, because not only does Justin Fields end up, it, listen, if Justin Fields ends up throwing the ball 45 times, I only only way I can okay it is if we're down twenty eight to nothing or something like that. Right. But we have to have balance in this game. There has to be some balance in this game. And I know that's easier said than done. And I know that's every that that's no insight because every team if every team had balance, guess what? They'd win every week, right? But we have to have balance. 
because we're not that great of a team. So the balance actually matters here. And we've seen Justin Fields overthrow the ball. And I don't mean overthrow his man. I mean, throw the ball way too much. We've seen our offense go way Justin Fields heavy and it takes away from everything else that's happening on the it field. Does. We can't have those lulls in this game. Like, please, Brian Day, are you? If you're, if, I'm, I'm sure you're listening to our show. Out of all the shows you could be listening to, <laughs> you're you're tuning in to two guys in the mic. I know you are. Brian Day is one of our five subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I need you to really come up with a game plan that is is smart and it puts your team in the best position to win. A lot like you did last year. Last year, you came out and you remembered that embarrassment, that 31 and nothing embarrassment uh, that we had, you know, against Clemson uh, the year before, the year before that, rather, I'm sorry. So you understood that. Listen, these dudes are coming into uh, the Superdome to beat the brakes off of us. Anybody on this planet that does not understand what Dabo Sweeney is saying and what Dabo Sweeney is doing right now, that's exactly what he's doing. So I need you guys to be ready to play some football and at least get in these dudes' way. <clears throat> and really, and also, the nation wants Ohio State to get embarrassed. Of course. There's the na- the nationwide Ohio State bias. They love it. They, they love, love it, it. When, 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 when we lose. They love now, it. Now, hopefully, hopefully our guys have some pride and have some heart. And, and coming to this game with a huge chip on their shoulder, because you should feel disrespected. Yeah, we only played six games, seven games, whatever. No, we didn't, maybe didn't play the most crisp throughout the season. But this is Ohio State, damn it. This is the Ohio State University. The. One of the top top four programs in the country. The. the. So, so, yes, we deserve to get the benefit of the doubt when it comes in and get into the college football playoffs. We bring the fans. Even there won't be that many fans this year, but we bring fans. We bring the eyeballs to the television. So, yep. the, rest of, the rest of the country, you guys can hit all you want to. But people want to see Ohio State. We like kind of like the Floyd Mayweather, a little bit of, of we of, America's of college football. Listen, we are yeah, America's like they'll they'll watch us just to see us lose. We are they'll America's to see us lose. because we always get good yeah. uh, good numbers uh, and 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 the Nielsen boxes, man. We always get good numbers, right? You no, know, it got I, so bad. I, you, you remember when they said the Capital One vote for the mascot contest? Yep. They had, they had to take Brutus off because the Ohio State was, we would flood the voting thing yep. just to get Brutus number one. And they so now they don't even include Brutus. He won the, the first. He thing. won the first three of them. Right. So I, now I remember when I used to travel for work. You know, I would walk into. I love smoking cigars. I would walk into a cigar bar, and I have on Ohio State shirt or Ohio State hat or something. And literally, I would walk in and people would be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I just came in to smoke, bro. But that's, everybody knows what this is. Everybody knows what this is. 
everybody knows what it is. Y'all already know. And they are intimidated and either they love it or they hate it. Ain't no in-between. Right. Tell me you've met a person that said to them, oh, Ohio State doesn't matter to me. I ain't met a person that said that. <laughs> either, either they completely and totally love Ohio State or they completely and totally hate Ohio State. That's it and that's all. I, I saw a lady, an old lady. I'm sorry, not old lady, but she was an older lady. She was older than me. She told me. <laughs> that means she was damn old and she older than you. Shut up. She said, <laughs> she said, <laughs> I don't, I don't like sports, but I do know my husband hates Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> he just hate the, I said, does he just like hate the whole state? They were from Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. And she was like, yeah, he hates Ohio. Every time I see Ohio on TV when they're playing football, he just hates Ohio. I was like, yeah, that's that is the sentiment. That seems to be the sentiment. They just don't they don't like us. So, and that's okay. I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm I'm very fine with that. I, I love my Ohio State. Thanks to my grandmama, I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan. Because uh I remember being a kid and every Saturday, if you was watching TV with my grandmama, she had turned off Superhost. <laughs> right. And turn on the Ohio State Man, game. I remember, I don't know, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember when all the Ohio State games weren't broadcast live. So some of them were taped late, and they were showing them on yeah. public television on PBS late at night. I remember that too. Nine or ten at night, yeah. they would show the game commercial free on uh, on public television. I remember that too. Uh, I remember actually, I my first one of my first. I don't know, and you were you you were old enough to remember this, but I don't know if you remember this. So like, on the UHF channel on the UHF knob. So the good thing is I have watched and paid attention to our uh, demographics. So everybody that's gonna hear this is as old as we are. So I don't have to fully explain what UHF is. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so on the UHF dial, back in the day here in Cleveland, uh, we had a channel 23, which was uh, an Akron channel, but it was the yeah. Akron ABC affiliate. So there were times when there weren't things on our channel five, but they right. were on the channel twenty three, like like video. So what was that video series to come on? Was it video? What was uh, it, no, it wasn't video. So it was uh, the whole was thing kind of was like night videos type of thing. But yeah, uh, but it was all black. It was a time where. I could watch an Ohio State game with the fuzz. Right. Yeah, I was talking about. Yeah. And Akron on, yeah. the, on channel 23. I couldn't yeah. see it on channel five, but I could see it on channel 23, which was weird. But I would watch. Well, the that's game. Like, just like with the Browns games. Like back then when they had to sell out, when you could watch a home game live, right. if right. You, you could, you could kind of get that Toledo station sometimes. Yeah, they come in on a clear day on a clear Sunday. That used to what was watch that? It there. Was that channel 40, 45? No, it was like channel 13 or something like that. Or or you could get that Detroit station channel 20. Channel 20. I used and to get sometimes 20. you go watch the Browns games that way too, if the Lions weren't. 
But that was, listen, man. And that was what we used to have to go through before there was a ticket, uh, before there was, you know, just live streaming right. of games and all those things. So, you know, we had to, and we literally would miss games. I remember or it, it, it'd be that one person that had that giant satellite dish in their backyard. That ridiculous, that ridiculous th- yeah, uh, that, that they, they would keep joint. turning, turning the, the knob until you, until you, you got something. Into something. Like, yeah, right. man. But, I think, I think, bro, uh, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm a homer. I'm always root for my squad. I think this is going to be a tough game for us to win. It's going to be a tough game. Um, I think it might even end up being a tough game to watch. Uh, I hate to say that. Um, and for the first time all year, I'm probably going to pick us to lose this game. However, I'm all I'm all state all day. Um, I'm rooting for my guys. I'm hoping that Ryan Day uh, pulls a rabbit out of his hat. Again, I'm not saying that we can't beat Clemson. I'm just not sure that we will beat Clemson. And that's the difference. And I'm it's more so sure. because of the defense. And, and to me, yeah, it's mostly because of the defense. Um, have you heard anything about the guys that were on um, the COVID restrictions? Uh, Chris, uh, the Lave and these guys like supposed Chris, to be back? Looks like Chris will be back. Um, they say he, he seems to be, you know, uh, on, on pace to come back. So the hope is that he'll – because trust me, offensively, we're not the same team without Olave on the field. Um, there, there's, there's passes and routes. There's routes that he runs and there's passes that he catches. That, you know, I like, uh, you know, the other receivers. I, I, I actually really like uh, Garrett Wilson, but he ain't Chris Olave. No. Like Chris Olave, I need Chris to show out uh, if he gets back on that field. Um, and he should get back on the field. I mean, we're what are we, tonight's it's Wednesday night, so uh, the team should be all I think we would have heard something. I think if he wasn't playing, I think we would have heard something. About we would have heard something, but the team should already be on its way to New Orleans or already there. So they should be there. They, no, they always go a week early for bowl games. Now, yeah, now with COVID, I don't know. You know, it might be a little different. Well, but, that's what I'm saying. Like, whenever the they get there, I, I think they should be almost there, if not there. Uh, because the game is in a couple days. So all their walkthroughs, all of their uh, small pieces and parts, man. Ryan Day, please, please, please have your team ready. And don't be afraid to make an adjustment. Don't be afraid to go away from what you thought was going to work, but now you see it doesn't work. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you suck. It just means that, damn, I thought this was going to work better. And it doesn't. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Make the adjustment. It's okay. You're a good coach. Brian Day is a good coach. And I love the way he presses, uh, you know, the offense. He, he really kind of turns it up. But sometimes he gets lost. So I, I just need you, man, to understand that this is, this is the game. This is your national championship game. 
because you don't get one if you don't win this. Right. Let's get it. And let's play this game with a cape in your in your in the back of your neck. Let's play it like, hey man, we here to win. We not here. Listen, I ain't even talking. You know me, Sean. You know me. If I was their damn coach right now, when we get out onto that field, I'm not even talking to Dabo Sweeney. You know how you see some of the coaches have. Yeah, right. I'm yeah, we got to say it like that. I'm not talking to you. F you, dog. For real. F you, man. If that cat cross over here to this side of the field, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Somebody tell that fool to get out of my face. You know what I mean? Like I'm turning around and walking away from him in his face. And I need my team to see that. But that's what I mean when I say a coach has that level of an effect. Right. That's what he's trying to do. That's what Dabo is trying to do. He's trying to talk that slick owl shit game that he does. And his team understands that. So they're going to be ready to play. That team's going to be ready to play. Ohio State, you better be your ass ready to play, man. So what's your prediction? going to run your ass out that sugar bowl. They're going to run your ass out that sugar bowl. And I'm not here for it. So what's your prediction? I Shit, if I could get another 29-23 game like I saw last year, I'll be happy as hell. The question is, will we get another 29-23 game, a close game, a, a well-played uh, game, a competitive game? It hurts. I don't think we're going to get no competitive game. I think we're probably going to lose okay. this game. And I think we're probably going to lose somewhere like a, like a 31 or 20 type game. All right, I'm actually, um, since it's playoff time, I'm going with my boys. I'm going to Ohio State. And I'm going to Ohio State in a shootout, um, something like 45 or 42 type game. So I'm going to have faith that Ryan Day is going to have them pumped up, have them able to play with a chip on their shoulder. Somehow the defense, they're not going to stop them, but come up with enough plays late to Got give us the victory. So let's go, Buckeyes. Let's go, man. It, it, this is it's time. Like we have they won a national championship since 2015. So yeah, it's like I said, the, the rest of the country is rooting against us. So I want to give everybody a proverbial middle finger, and uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get this win, like for real. Like the Ohio State is ridiculous, you know, because like got... they never forget. Basically, where it started from, if people don't know. They never forgave us for beating Miami in 2002. They still everybody, thinks, think, everybody thinks we got a, a, a phantom call and it was passing the credit. Now, the referee threw the flag late and it was probably more so a defensive holding than passing the French, but it was listen, a penalty. Listen, we didn't throw the flag. The dude did. And it was a so, penalty. It just came up late. So and there, there it was. The penalty happened. But guess what? Even after we scored, that didn't win us the championship. They still had the chance to come back in and score, and they didn't. Right. They didn't. And they did. And on, on top of that, then after that, Mark May on the ESPN College Game Day, he just goes on a, a about a what about about a ten year about a ten year anti Ohio State campaign. Hey, hey. Mark May. Mark May. 
player. He, I ain't got no love for Mark May. He went on a personal yeah. anti-Ohio State crusade. I ain't got no love for Mark May, big punk ass. You can go and kiss it and and suck it and all that. I, and I, ever I, since I, then, so ever, ever since 2002, America, there's been this Ohio State bias for whatever reason. Now, yeah, like our but fans team can be a little no, obnoxious. All of y'all that dislike us, your team wasn't even in the game. Why you that upset? Like, why is Alabama fan talking about the Phantom, the Phantom Championship y'all won? What? You weren't even in the game. So what you talking about? Why is Auburn people talking the same thing? Why is USC fans talking the same thing? Y'all weren't in the game. Now, if a Miami fan is upset, I got it. I get it. Because if it were me, I'd be upset too. The Miami fans that I know personally told me, yeah, we were upset about the call because it was late, but we knew it was a call. We but just listen, upset that the flag came out late. But listen, you understand that this team, the Miami Hurricanes, if you're a fan of those teams or that team, I get why you're upset. I don't get why the entirety of the United States is upset because of what happened in that game. Do you know how many times Alabama has won? Do you know how many times Clemson has won and they got a, sh a, a shady call? Do we remember the game last year? Weren't we just talking about the Clemson-Ohio State game where they got a right. couple of shady calls their way? Ain't nobody talking about that now. Because it happened to us. That's why. Ain't nobody talking about that. But that was some shady calls. And we all know that they were shady calls. So, now, wait a minute. Now, now, I'm sorry, Ryan. I hate to interrupt you. I'm watching the highlights. I'm watching the um, some bowl game. It was it uh, Oklahoma and Florida? So they're showing highlights from another game at halftime. They have a mayonnaise bowl now. See, oh, yeah. this, this, is, this, is, this is what it's come to. Oh, yeah. It's a mayonnaise bowl. The, the Dukes. And, 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 and shout out to Dukes Mayo. That's a pretty good doggone mayo that I really just discovered in the last, like, six months. But anyway. So now you got the Dukes mayonnaise ball, and they broke their trophy dancing. They broke the, that was Wisconsin. That was Wisconsin. They broke the trophy dancing <laughs> around in the locker room. Well, doing the gritty. Well, doing the gritty. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Somebody got dunked on. Oh. DeMar DeRozan just dunked on Montrez Harrell. Yikes. DeMar DeRozan actually dunked on somebody? He dunked on Montrez Harrell something fierce. Right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, Wisconsin, uh, who I have a lot of disdain for. I don't I don't like Wisconsin personally. Um, I don't hate, hate Wisconsin. But I hate Wisconsin. I hate, I hate, hate going. To, I hate going into Wisconsin on a Saturday I, night. That's why I don't like you. Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what? I hate playing. Another hard place to play. I just hate playing Wisconsin. I really hate going up to their damn stadium at night. I damn sure hate going up there at night. Same same as I feel uh, about going to uh, a whiteout or a blackout and and goddamn uh, Penn State. Penn State. I hate it. Right. I absolutely hate it. I can't stand it. I don't want no parts of it. 
And I tell people that all the time. People always laugh at me. I'm, they're like, why are you scared of that? Because they all it's always this close. It's always this close. I remember you remember that year that uh that Russell Wilson beat us up there. Yeah. You remember that year? And we yep. didn't and we didn't get no damn championship bowl because of that. That's all right, but we got his ass the next year though, we, the big we got his ass the next year. We did we'll get his ass. ass. It was like what, 51 to 10? Something like that. We did, we did get his ass the next year, but that year we had to go up there and play against his punk ass. I was, I was like, this, this little bastard. If y'all don't tackle him, and they couldn't touch him, they couldn't touch him. But all right, so you want to, you ready? You done with this? You want to move on? Yeah. So I said Ohio uh, State 45-42. Hang so. on, Sloopy. Hang on, Sloopy. I'm down, and I'm. Right. Moving. And I hope we get. <laughs> Like I you hope hang on for real. But uh I I'm I listen, Davo has given his team the room to, to try to squat on us, and I ain't I ain't down with that. Right. So let's get all right, let's we can move on, man. We can move on to Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. For us to get into the playoffs, we win, we get in. There's some other scenarios that can happen if we lose and get into the playoffs, but we're not talking hear. about those. Yeah, we're not discussing those at all. Uh, all we got to do is handle business. Now, we got a little bit of news um, that came down, was it today or yesterday? Uh, today. 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 That uh, earlier, Ben Roethlisberger is not playing. Oh, no, that was yesterday. What's today? That was Atlanta. yesterday. That was yesterday okay. that Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Yeah, we got some news that Ben Roethlisberger would not be playing, which also means that the majority of Pittsburgh starters would not be playing. So that immediately made fans get a little bit at ease. Not me. It made me even more nervous about not that. me. Because <laughs> um, Mason Rudolph me. is starting, and everybody knows about the Miles Garrett-Mason Rudolph incident that took place last year. Now, um, the Browns should win this game. Um, in most circumstances, because Pittsburgh has nothing to play for, they will kind of pretty much come in this game to play not to get hurt. That's the reason why their starters aren't playing. But Mason Rudolph is going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. Also, he needs to prove to the Pittsburgh Steelers that he, he deserves to, you know, be that quarterback of the future. So by no means is Mason Rudolph going to come in and completely just laying in. Now, he may play horrible. You know, he may have a horrible game, but I don't expect him not to try. Like, I, a lot of people think that they're just not going to try and just going to lay down. I don't see that happening at all. Um, the Browns also have some – still have issues going on with COVID. Like, a third of the team is still pretty much in uh, COVID protocol, although a lot of guys are expected to come back tomorrow. But – uh, we'll see because we may be down to safeties again because uh, Carl Joseph just got put on the COVID list today. Um, so nothing comes easy in Cleveland. Things that should be easy in other cities, this would be a blowout. Like if this was like Buffalo would probably sit their starters against Miami, right? Because Buffalo pretty much doesn't have anything else to play for at all. Now, Miami is probably going to beat Buffalo 35 to nothing. That's not going to happen with us. It never does. So I expect the Browns to win. I just don't expect it to be as easy 
as people think it's going to be. So um, going into this game, um, I'm going to get just right down to my keys to the game. I, I, I'll give a few of them. Uh, on offense, I just need Stefanski to do what he was doing, you know, during that, that Cincinnati, Tennessee, um, and Giants game. You had a, a balance. Don't make Baker Mayfield go out here and try to throw the ball. It's almost like when Baker finally started coming into his own and getting into a rhythm, it's almost like when, when you were a little kid and you had, I used to love Transformers, right? And my mom would never buy the expensive Transformers. I always got the ones like the damn Constructicons and Secticons <laughs> and stuff like that. I ain't getting no damn Optimus Prime. I ain't getting none of the, 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 the main Transformers. But one Christmas, my mother bought me Megatron, the old school Megatron that turned into a 45 Colt pistol. The rest of my Transformers didn't get no attention after that. It was all Megatron all day, every day. So it's almost like when he discovered Baker Mayfield, when he finally got the quarterback that he's been knowing that he has, that he's been wanting, he just said, the hell with the running game. I'm going to play with my shiny new toy that I get, I get to play with now. And for the most part, it worked, but you can't forget about the bread and butter that got you there in the first place. So that's my main thing, man. I don't want to get too deep offensive. We got to do this. We got to do that. Because all it really is, you got to go in there and play a hell of a football game and get in there and get the hell out of there and get us in the playoffs. But I just want him to go back to have that balance on offense. Chubb, I don't think Chubb has had 20 carries in about four weeks. At least. At least four weeks, man. So he's fresh. Let's just go do the things that we need to do. Hard-nosed, tough football. And stop with all the, you know, all the cute stuff. So that's kind of how I'm starting off today with my keys. Just stop being cute and let's get back to basics. Stop being cute. Stop being cute. I, I don't even know how to follow that up because that's more uh, spot on and direct than I think anybody else is going to be. It's the truth, though. Got to stop being cute. Stop. And we talked about it at, you know, uh, on Sunday. Um, so part of me believes that it's the analytics that has these guys calling certain things that they're calling. I agree with you. I think they look at certain situations and they say, oh, this is the best spot to do this. And they'll just do it regardless because the analytics say so. But this is why and this is where I always say it needs to be. It can't just be all football, all, all uh, uh, you know, to utilize your guy, but it can't be all good. But it also right. can't be all analytics. It has to be a good mix of the two. I think you need to find a good balance in between both of those uh, worlds. And I think that's where the worlds exist the best. Because you do need to have a gut. But you also need to understand that on third down, this team does this. Or on second down, this team does this. Or this player does this better on these particular situations. 
Right, because it's almost like when, when when Baker wasn't playing well or still running the offense, it wasn't like they were going analytics heavy. They were just going by, look, we got to do what we got to do to get through these games until this kid picks up the offense. You know what I'm saying? And now that he's picked it up, like their whole game now, plan has changed. Now listen, I'm not. You know, you you bring to the choir with me on that. I agree. I, I thoroughly agree. I think that they were doing whatever it took to get through certain weeks, uh, especially after the uh, the Raiders game. So we had the Raiders game, the, the Raiders debacle, and then we had the week off. And then they came back afterwards, basically had two more Raiders games. Uh, yeah, yeah, two more the, the weather games. Right, right, right. And they just did whatever it took to win. So what Sean is saying, and honestly what I'm saying is, do whatever it takes to win the game. It's not always throwing. It almost ain't ever going to be throwing 53 times. It's almost never going to be that. But it'll probably be a great balance of giving uh, Hunt and 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 uh, and uh, Chubb anywhere from 15 to 20 carries a piece, a piece. Because the one thing that we understand, there was a lot of games. People forget this. There was a lot of games where the beginning of the game, we didn't have a lot of rushing yards or we didn't have a lot per carry. Like we had a few yards per carry and guys go down. A few yards per carry, guys go down. But we stuck with the run. And the more right. you stuck with the run and the more you gave these guys opportunities to run. Now they keep using this and this is why you don't mean they always run out these numbers. And, I, you know, uh, Jay-Z has a great line. And one of his refs was men lie, women lie. Uh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. The truth is, we all understand numbers to mean what we need them to mean to make whatever point we're trying to make. So you can utilize a number to say whatever you want at some point. So they say we ran 18 times on Sunday. First of all, 18 times running for the third best rushing attack in the league is way under par, way under par. That's actually probably half of what we should have run, at least half. So now you subtract 18 from 53. Now you're starting to get closer to some numbers that Baker should be at. You know what I mean? Now you're getting closer. Right. That's about 35, right? Yeah. So now you're right at about 35. And to me, that's still too much. But I can live with 35. But had you run another 18 times, it could have changed the outcome of the game and made those particular throws that Baker ended up having to make even better. Because right. you didn't have your you didn't have your uh your uh play action like you normally would have had it. You didn't have it. Because you weren't running. So you have to run the ball, and you've got two guys that are very capable. So now let's get into the actual numbers. Nick Tubb ran 11 times on Sunday. 11. They put 18 out there because it was a total of 18. 
Nick ran 11, uh, Kareem ran four, and then Baker ran three. That's 18. That is unacceptable. Kevin Stefanski, I went in on you on Sunday. I laid this loss uh, to the Jets at your feet, more so than I did anybody else. I, I, it was a team loss. Baker didn't play great either. Guys dropped a lot of balls. The defense. But was our main thing was that you didn't put your team in the best position. But you, sir, did not put your team in the best spot to win that game. And you didn't even okay. attempt to make the adjustments when you saw that they, I'm a regular dude sitting at the crib watching the game, but I've been watching football my whole life. So you know what I said when I saw these guys blitzing? I didn't think it took rocket science. I didn't think it took analytics. I just said, man, these dudes keep blitzing. Why don't you just run a, a, a screen pass? Just run a screen pass. Put your team in the best spot from situation to situation. And you can still use, because analytics say, if these dudes rush up the field, somebody's going to be open. That's analytics too, right? If you put your, <laughs> if you put Hunt in the game and he's next to, uh, to Baker and he goes, chips a guy and then goes into the flat, throw it to him. Nobody's there. It's simple. Simplify the game, sir. Make the game simple. Put your team in the position to win. Now, I'm going to say something else real quick. Uh, you know, as well as I know, Mike Tomlin is a strategist, right? There's a reason that Mike Tomlin said early in the week that uh, Mason Rudolph is going to be his quarterback. There was a reason. He did that on purpose, dog. He did that on purpose to get the team loose, to make the team feel like, oh, we got this game. He did that on purpose. He didn't wait until Friday. He didn't. I mean, right. he, he, he wasn't playing that 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 cat and mouse game. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not going to my starter until yeah. uh, Sunday morning. Anything I said about that, that, this dude is the same type of dude. He did that on purpose. He's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be our quarterback. Not that he's faking it. This is the guy who's going to be our quarterback. So now let's see what y'all do. Here's something else to think about, too. Now, as of right now, if the season ended today before this game, we would play Buffalo in the playoffs. Now, I don't know. It's so many different weird scenarios and seedings where everybody keeps saying that most likely if we beat Pittsburgh, we got to play them again the following week. That's what I'm thinking. We're going now, to with Pittsburgh. That's probably what, what Mike Tomlin wants in the first place. Because uh, they don't respect us at all. As an organization, they do not respect us. So, so if you have a choice in playing in the first round between playing the Browns, so you have a psychological advantage over Baltimore, who you really don't want no parts of, um, not first round, um, in a rivalry game like that, or Miami, or maybe Indianapolis again, you would, if you had to pick, you'd probably pick the Browns. So I'm thinking too, 
that he was like, all right, if we do lose this game, y'all got to come see us again in our house with with our full complement of players. You know, I know Mike, I, uh, as much as Mike Tomlin says that he respects everybody in the AFC opponents, I think he respects Cincinnati more than he respects us. Honestly, we, we haven't given him no reason to respect reason to, Exactly. So I think part of deep down, he's like, yeah, you know, we can sacrifice when we get these cats again and wipe them out at home. So I think it's a lot that plays into that. What you said, I believe, too. And on top of that, it's like, okay, if we lose, so be it. We'll get him again. Yeah, he don't really care. And then um, let me tell you something else. He's only sitting, Ben. He ain't sitting the whole defense right away. That defense is still going to be I out. I think they're going to play at least a half. Because good yeah. thing about it, though, he's sure. down. And that's what I mean. And that's yeah, he's it. Down, he's yep. down two linebackers. Really down three linebackers, so I don't think he wants yeah, to. Bud Dupree not out there. Uh, uh, what's my other uh, dude's name? Uh, uh, Devin he, Bush. Uh, Devin Bush is not out. He there. lost one of one of his one of those replacements. He lost, and I think he might be down a safety or two. So yeah. I don't think he wants to, put, you know, expose. Uh, we don't want to expose too too much. many of them, but they're gonna play a little right. bit. They'll play a little bit, but I don't think they're gonna be out there much. Like I said, I really don't think they care about this game. Like if they get it, if they win it, they you, don't. You know, so be it. They but, don't care about it, but it's one of those. They're gonna allow the game to be the game, and right. if we if we fall on their snare that they put out there, they're just gonna look at you like, "Damn, you caught in the snare, huh?" Like right. they don't they don't care. And like you said, I also believe. That going into next week, because I said that I said we're probably gonna end up playing uh, the Steelers, because uh, the only team that'll get only one team gets the the buy, correct? And that buy is already yeah. uh, with the Chiefs. So if we end up in the seventh spot, because I don't think that the uh, Ravens are gonna lose, and honestly, I don't think that the uh, that Miami's gonna lose. So we'll maintain if we win, we'll maintain the seventh spot end up playing against the uh, Steelers in the playoffs next week. Yeah, but something happens that if we all win, something flip-flops, something. Because right, right now, even though we're in the seventh spot now, we play Buffalo. So Buffalo and Pittsburgh aren't going to swap. They're probably going to stay as is. Now, here's all, here's 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 the, the, uh, the wild card in all of this. There's a strong possibility that Tennessee could lose their game on Sunday. Um, now, if Tennessee loses their game on Sunday, and let's say the Colts win, or I don't know, it was some weird scenario where if we ended up like tied with the Titans or something, man, something weird happens because the Titans go to Houston, and JJ Watt already pretty much cussed out his team and was like, "Yeah, we we play hard every game." Uh, and we do this, you know, for the fans, blah, 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 blah. That's not going to be an easy game for Tennessee to go into. So something happens, or if Tennessee loses and then Indianapolis gets their spot, I don't know, that, that, that'll that cause a shift where, you know, the seedings will change. Don't give me the line, you know, on how that will change. 
So I think that's why with all, with all different scenarios that happen, especially if let's say if we win, Baltimore wins and Miami wins, and we have like identical records and you got the conference records that come into play and all of that stuff and, and division records, something gets funny happens that we would end up playing Pittsburgh. I get mad every time I look at this damn playoff picture because I'm like, man, we win last week. We good. Which just is it just be a done deal. Right. Which when, you, when you read the playoff scenarios, man, it's like calculus. Like like but this team, never, this now, team you remember not, or now, this team I, ties this team. Let's be honest, Sean. You remember when we were kids, so we had a couple years. When we were when we were younger, that the Browns were the division winner. Uh, I remember we went twelve and four the year that uh, you know, stupid John Elway and his stupid big teeth self had to come in here and do the drive that year. Uh, we went twelve and four that year. We won our division, so we knew we were going to the playoffs that year. The next year we came back. We didn't go twelve and four. We went eleven and five that next year. So we knew we were in the playoffs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember us being the team that knew that they were in the playoffs. And then, like, the years after that, where we kind of pieced together uh, opportunities for us to be in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, we, look, we watched Bernie figure a way into the playoffs with a rubber band on his finger and Don Strzok making sure we got like it was, it was Dying so crazy. Strong. So it was, it was, it's crazy sometimes to 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 look at the playoff picture because I know what it takes, and you have to watch all of the intricate. Well, hell, like 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 the last time we went to the playoffs, when we when we went in two thousand and two, we beat the Falcons, right? So I went to that game on the way home. We didn't know if the Browns were in or not. Yeah, it we was a we weird scenario. We still had to wait. Where the Jets had to like beat the Packers. It was something weird. It had and something when I got home, it, it happened. Because we were like, ain't no way in the world, whatever scenario I need to happen was to get in, we ain't getting in. And, and whatever needed to happen, happened. Now here's 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 what's crazy too. And nobody's brought this up. And this would be the football gods at work again. The last two times we made it to the playoffs. Guess who we were eliminated by? Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers. So it would only be fitting that we had to beat them to get into the playoffs and then not have to play them again to get over that hump. And that's really, you know, they say be careful what you ask for, but that's really what I want because I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. <laughs> I'm sick of their fans patting us on the head like, oh, it's okay. You guys get better. You're coming along. Uh, we want to see you guys do well to bring the rivalry back and all that sweet, sugary bullshit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them. The, the, well, the, the, the nonstop disrespect. Um, like, I'll tell you what else really, really made me mad. When I was watching the Pittsburgh Bengals game, that was it a Monday night, and they were talking about how much of a hard hitting rivalry that was. I'm like, really? But when we play them, it's like, well, this used to be a rivalry back in the day, but it really hasn't been. And Cincinnati has lost it just as much as we have. But you got to think about this, though, bro. And here's here's a caveat. And I, I listen, and trust me, 
Right. And we ended up losing the game, uh, you know, at the end. But we didn't have to. And now, of course, people will say, oh, y'all won, but y'all won because they ain't played nobody. So you still lose at the end of the day. Uh, let me say something real quick. I, I, I pointed this out earlier because I know we're getting ready to probably bounce here in a minute. I'm going to give Kevin Stefanski the same speech that I gave Ryan Day. Excuse me, sir. Please, please, please stop with the overthinking. Please. Please stop with the nonsensical plays. Matter of fact, Stefanski, this is what I need you to do. Go get Super Tecmo Bowl and run the Raiders plays from Super Tecmo. That's all you need to do. Just, just simplify everything. Go get, get, get the Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson playbook for the Raiders on Super Tecmo Bowl. Jump off, please. Right, and we'll be just fine. That's all you got to do. Run the freaking... And, and if you have to kick a field goal over 42 yards, go for it. Go for it. Don't do it. Do Don't not do it. Going parking. <laughs> Anywhere near the goddamn. Listen, if the game comes down to Cody Parkey and your decision to let Cody Parkey get into the game, I'm killing everybody in the stadium. I don't care if it's fourth and 23. Do go not for it. Cody Parkey. Get on the field. Unless it's for the kickoff. Do not let Cody. I don't need, you know what? Go for two. Go right. for two. <laughs> go for two. Because that's just a freaking letdown to watch this dude, you know, get on the field and he sits up and he boots this thing to the left for no freaking reason every stinking time. I'm sick of him. I've had enough of him. Please draft somebody who can kick or, or or recruit somebody who can kick. Ask uh, the Scottish Hammer, does he know anybody uh, in, in uh, Scotland? That hey, the Scottish Hammer needs to step up, too. Like, man, these 35-yard punts ain't, ain't, ain't I, I work. Don't, I don't disagree. I don't Dude. disagree with you, homie. Because that, that junk he did the other day, I thought, uh, he kicked that thing. I said, man, I need that dude to kick that like 50 yards. Uh, 50, 55. <laughs> he kicked it about 38. <laughs> With no win. It was no win. I'm like, what I'm like man, what the hell? Come on, y'all. I need, don't call yourself the Scottish Hammer when you actually like this, the, the, the Scottish uh, hatchet or something like that. You you ain't even like a full-fledged, hard-hitting right. something. Come on, bro. And I have I a message for Joe Woods, too. Look, Joe Woods. I know you don't have the personnel that you want to have, but this little soft cupcake playing 85 yards off the receivers is not going to work. You have another garbage quarterback we're playing in. It's the third week in a row that we got a garbage quarterback. I need you to put pressure on this kid, bring some exotic blitzes, confuse him, force him to make turnovers. Now, if we were playing Patrick Mahomes or something like that, I can see you kind of, Playing Ben don't play. play everybody like but, that. But, but you can't give an NFL caliber quarterback time to throw the foot. I don't care who he is. You just gonna you just gonna sit back and allow Sam Darnold, who is 
awful against the blitz, by the way. To just throw Now, off. you would think analytics would tell you that. Come on, man. You know, this reminds me of, this, this reminds, it's a show I'm watching on Netflix called The Travelers, right? Where something happens really bad in the future. So they come up with this technology where they can do a consciousness transfer. So they can look back in history, see who's about to die and win and jump in their bodies before they died and take them over, right? And then really what they're trying to do is change events that happened in the past that mess up the future. It's like and, quantum leap. And of course, by doing so, they mess up everything else that's going on because you ain't for like quantum leap. But they take their orders from this thing from who I thought was a person called the director. The director gives them the orders, but comes to find out the director is just a computer. He's artificial intelligence that's supposed to have all this, you know, he's supposed to be perfect because he doesn't have any emotions when it comes to making his decisions. And that's almost like what the Browns seem to be doing right now, getting their all their information and instructions from a computer, whatever the analytics. Yeah, I need that show is Quantum Leap, dog. That's Quantum Leap, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I forgot about Quantum Leap. That's Quantum Leap. <laughs> I used to watch Quantum Leap. <laughs> that's Quantum Leap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where you getting all your information from this AI type right. of situation, and you going in to try to change whatever happened. Whatever negative thing happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, now I yeah, remember yeah, that. That's so. quantum leap. That's quantum leap, dog. That's that I know. I know. You're talking about a whole different show, but I'm like, yeah, right. that, but it's the same. That premise, premise right. came from the '80s, '90s, dog. <laughs> Got gotcha. That's that's quantum but leap. I used to love that show. I, I need you guys to just have some common sense. Make the game. Just don't overthink. Like Ron said, let's just get this W. Please, I'm like, like look to this game. This, understand this, this, what we gotta do. Get us to the playoffs, because guess what? The playoffs is a spot that we haven't been to uh, in a long time. We 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 we're talking about 18 years. So this is for the mental to, psyche to, of to the get. whole Northeast Ohio sports fan. <laughs> so to be able to get to the playoffs. And, and 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 be there and be relevant in it. Nobody listen, people are already over they A, people don't even think we're gonna get there. Let's start there. Secondly, if we get there and actually win, nobody's giving us a shot. We don't have shit to lose. You don't have nothing to lose. Like we're we're legitimately in uh you know we're we're playing with house money, right now. We playing with house money. So if we get to the playoffs, we're playing with house money. If we uh, get to the playoffs and actually win, we're playing with house money. Now here's a positive because usually, once the fansky has a really bad game, he normally comes back. He seems to learn from his mistakes and bounces back with a very very good game. So I'm kind of counting on that. Um, the fact that we're going to get juice, you know, our leaders, you know, back on the field. I think guys like juice will be a calming influence because I think early on, what you want to see, the Browns are going to have some nerves early on because none of these guys have been in this position. You're well, going gonna to see. I don't want to see no nerves. But here's why. You listen, ain't no reason to have no nerves. Y'all need it at the end of the day. 
Y'all got to go out here and win this goddamn game. Ain't no nerves. Ain't no in between. I'm not. Sean is, Sean is, as he said to us multiple times, Sean is the feel-good guy. I'm not here for the feel-good. This is one game, one win, <laughs> get your ass in gear. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about, oh, your mama's sick this week. Okay, that's cool. Do you just You're going to see a few nerves earlier, and I don't mean this necessarily in a bad way. I don't, mean, I don't mean in a bad way. Y'all got to be ready to play. I don't want to hear about no nerves. I don't want to hear about no. Oh, I had a. I I ate a. I ate a a, a bad. Uh, you know, tuna uh, <laughs> last night. I don't want to hear it. Hey, one of those burritos off that truck in the wash. You you. But look, this is what I mean. I had a burrito and Elsa got no. <laughs> no, what I mean by nerves is that they're gonna be pumped up, and sometimes when you go a bit overhyped, it's gonna be a little bit. Off. I don't, I don't. You listen, bro. You already know where I'm going. You, you know what I'm talking about when I say I don't want to hear that shit. You know, know you what don't. I'm talking about. I, I understand that they might be a little bit, but I don't have time for the. Oh, I had nerves because. When do the nerves go away? When do you get? Oh, I'm settled now. No, and that's when you your and, and that's when your your veterans come into play. That's when when Juice and those so guys be like in Batonio uh, and Treader in that it. huddle be like, calm your asses down. I watched. All right. uh, I watched Baker today. Baker said he was hoping that everybody would be in the in the building tomorrow, and by everyone, uh, he meant. You know, Jews, uh, Cadero, uh, Hollywood, those guys. That's what he was talking about. So the hope is uh, everyone will be healthy uh, once all of their tests come back positive, or excuse me, come back negative, and then they'll be uh, ready to play. And all once they come, and once these guys come back, getting a but do something. Do don't go out. I don't know what y'all got to do. Lock yourselves in somewhere. Because, damn it, I don't want to see nothing come across that screen Saturday night with yeah. somebody being out. But also, uh, Carl Joseph and those guys didn't test positive. No, they, they didn't. They just were in contact with guys. So they got to have another. So Carl might actually play. Sendejo is not playing, which I'm I mean, going to be honest with you. I don't want to hear nobody has COVID. That's that's a bad thing. Uh in in almost every case. In almost every single case. I'm super happy that I mean I'm I'm super upset that people have COVID. Uh but I I, I think this might be a blessing in in, in disguise. And plus Ronnie yeah. Harrison will be back. And and Ronnie Harrison might. The, uh, so we don't need Sandejo. Sandejo, you go ahead and rest up, homie. We wish so you the rest best. Up, so rest up. We got it. We uh, got get this stuff you. together, homie. I ain't wishing no ill on you. I, I'm not a huge fan of yours, but I ain't wishing no ill. I want you to understand that. That's why I said I wanted to preface this the right way, because people will be like, "Oh my, you know, he's so awful." The truth is, I'm always looking for reasons for Sandejo not to play. 
I can't say that I was looking forward to him having, you know, COVID to not play. That's not true and that's not, you know, what I feel. However, uh, he's not playing. So we got to get other guys out there that's going to play and other guys out there that's going to make plays. Because Zendejo actually made one play last week that was super huge. And it actually gave us an opportunity to, to, to uh, be able to win that game still. Even after all of the things that we did wrong last week, we still had a shot to win that game. So, uh, you know, going forward, I hope that uh, he gets better. I hope that uh, Ronnie Harrison is capable of, of starting in his place. Uh, all the guys that might have issues or all the guys that might have, you know, uh, physical impediments, I'm hoping that they're able to to provide so that we can get this dub and then keep it moving. Right. If we can get this dub on Sunday, I mean, imagine this. Ohio State wins on Friday. The Browns win on Sunday. I mean, come on. Give me a better scenario for my weekend. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Going to the new year at that. And so, going into the new year. So, you know. All right, man. Well, let's well, let, let's do this. Let's just run down our picks from last week real quick. And yeah. then we can give our prediction for the Browns game. And then we can do our picks for, for this upcoming week. Um, well, if you want to, I mean, I mean, this is this is week seventeen. So, so do you want to do picks again, or kind of just wait till we get to the playoffs? Uh, because a lot of these games are just throwaway games. Yeah, a lot of these is throwaway. So let's not do another pick, but let's uh, and then we'll you know, and then we'll pick games after. The season we'll start picking playoff games. Right, we we can pick playoff games. Right. All right. So the first game we had the Saints and the Vikings. I picked the Saints. And the Saints won handily. Hold up a second. So you pick, you pick the Saints. I picked the Saints as well. Uh, the next game was the Raiders and Miami. I picked Miami because I, I knew Chucky would do something stupid. Something Man, that could have been a game you what you did. And I know we mentioned this. I picked the Raiders. This dude snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, man. I mean, he just – I can't even believe the game that I watched. I was sitting there watching the game, and it wasn't even about me trying to hope that they won because I picked them. I'm watching the game like, wow, I knew these guys were going to show up. Boom, boom, boom. And then they did the dumbest stuff that I've ever seen in my life. Right. And think about this, too. I couldn't believe it. Miami almost has to go Fitzpatrick the rest of the season. But they're not. They already said that they're going to start uh, Tua. Because because that, that team doesn't really have faith in Tua right now. And when you get into the playoffs, now I know what's gonna happen. Now let, let's say Miami does go with Fitzpatrick in the playoffs. He's gonna get in the playoffs and stink. That's what he always does. 
but now you what are you telling your team when you keep going back and forth with these different quarterbacks like that? Well, two was my guy. Yeah, but he's your guy to the fourth quarter. You know, but that's neither here nor there. Well, here's the thing. Nobody's nobody's clamoring for either or. That's the thing. Like they're just fine with uh whatever uh Coach Flores is 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 uh is is suggesting in everybody's game. And that's that's something that's different too. The that fact is. that they're that they're just fine with whatever uh, whatever Brad Flores is saying is okay. Uh I mean you I, listen, they pulled Tua out the game. But Tua, they had to pull Tua back. He's celebrating so hard because they went in or had the opportunity when they had to pull this dude back onto the field. Right. Like, that's just a weird – it's a weird dynamic that they have down there. But, again, that comes from strong coaching. If you got the right coach, the right coach is going to make sure that guys understand certain things a certain kind of way and feel things a certain kind of way, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's what's happening. Uh, I think that's what's happening out there. I think they okay. are, are understanding whatever uh, whoever Coach Flores says going out there. Them cats is okay with it, which is weird. I I listen. I I understand what you were saying, but I think these guys are doing it a, a different kind of way. But that's what I mean by strong coaching. Uh, Ryan Day, uh, Coach Stefanski, y'all have to, at some point, y'all have to be the guys that, like to me, I got mad that Baker said, hey, man, we lost because of me, but I didn't hear Stefanski say the same thing. Okay. I was a little bit. Well, he did say, he did say he got our coach. I mean, saying you got our coach and saying I lost because it was, we lost because of me. It's two different things. Yeah, you got our coach. We know you got our coach. We saw that. You got our coach by Adam Gase. <laughs> right. Look, I don't. I don't have another face. You got our <laughs> coach by Adam Gase. Come on, bro. And I get it. I know you. You. You keep saying. And I seen you say, yo, man, you got to understand this. You got to understand that. You do have to understand those things. Yeah. You you had your, and I said, we, we talked about it. Yeah, you got your whole situation sitting here, and then now they've taken everybody away from you. So you don't get the opportunity to utilize what you actually thought was going right. to work. And when we get it, Stefanski, just win this Sunday, and then we'll forgive you for that game. We won't even... You want anything about that game? No well, more. well, well, don't you, don't you, uh, au contraire, bonjour. Don't go giving this dude too many free passes. And I only oh. say that because we'll get this dude a free pass and then he'll do the most bonehead bull. And you'll be like, <laughs> look, and you'll be like, I can't believe he did. No, nah, B, you gave him the pass. No, I'm not saying I'm giving him a pass. I'm saying if you win this game Sunday, I don't care about that Jets game no more. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to care about the Jets game. That's Sean. I ain't about to care. You get me the damn playoffs. Here it is. I ain't caring about that. This is the difference between me and Sean. I'm still looking for those same traits and those same failures. Sean is cool because he feel like I'm good now. 
I'm no, I'm looking <laughs> for this dude to fail me again. I ain't been in I the playoffs since be, 2002. But I think that might be the military in me. I'm, I'm about strategy. I'm about putting it all together. And if I think that you the dude that ain't gonna get it done, I'm waiting for you to be the dude to drop the ball, man. I'm gonna shoot you in your face. And you not finna get me killed, man. You not finna get me killed. <laughs> I was he turned this to a, he didn't turn this to a game of Call of Duty. Hey, I'm oh. being real. I'm being honest. I don't. I'm not. Friendly fire is a real thing. No, I, I know. I know that. <laughs> Shit, you're not finna get me killed. And if I think that you're not finna lead me the right way, so Shit. my you, you my know this better than I do. Friendly fire is probably responsible for. More casualties than they let on that they don't tell oh, you about. Man, what? What? Okay, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I know we can't get into that. But I, but I know. <laughs> you, we about to be on here for another three hours. I'm especially, not about to. especially with the, the equipment that your enemy is using that you sold them years ago. You know. <laughs> well, that's the first problem. How <laughs> how they bring that right. helicopter down? Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, you know what? Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. Um, I picked Pittsburgh. I said they would bounce back, and they did. You I picked Indy, right? I picked Pittsburgh. Pick Pittsburgh. All right, then we had the Rams and Seattle. I picked Seattle, and the bum ass Rams lost again. I picked the Seahawks actually, which was weird because in my mind I was thinking the Rams the whole time, but I'm like, ah, they at the house. Maybe they'll pull us out. No, uh, something ain't right. Something just isn't right. With the Rams, should be a lot better than they are. I, I don't understand that, bro. I can't. I can't put my finger on what's. It's not all golf. People would, would blame, jump to blame Jared Golf. It's not all him. No, they defense. Some ain't of it is. Either, though. No, that defense ain't cracking like it used to either, though. No, they got a lot of money invested in that defense too. So the Rams are actually on the verge of not making the playoff, and they have to win to get in. Yeah, um, along with like Arizona, yeah, over in NFC. Um, then we picked the Browns and the Jets. I picked the Browns, of course. You know, I picked the that game. So with the Browns Dan. and Steelers coming up, I'm going with my boys. I'm going with the Browns to win. Um, I'm looking at a game something like 28 to 17, because I don't care how bad a team is offensively. Um, our defense can't stop anybody. Um, and Pittsburgh is going to be run heavy. I look for like Benny Snell. So I don't think John Connor is going to play that much but, like Benny Snell and McFarland. I think they're going to have a big game, but our defense will do enough. They'll make enough plays for us to win the game. So I'm looking at um, 28-17, my Cleveland Browns, and we clinch our first playoff berth in 18 years. And I'm going to get um, drunk. Just for us clinching the playoffs, I'm going to have my bottles. I'm thinking 24-17 Browns. Okay. Um, Again, I I agree with you. I think that, you know, I I just think it's set up for us to to do it. I I don't want anyone to feel good about themselves that we do it, though. And that's the caveat. If we make the playoffs, that's cool. But don't walk around like, oh, like, 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 like the job is done. Oh no, 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 no. Nah, B. No, you, 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 you squeezed your way in 
like a rat. You squeeze your way into the house through a little crack because these dudes didn't play their their number one. Right, game. like, and also like, if we win, I'm not giving Pittsburgh fans grief over this game. No, no, hell not no. at all. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna be all like blah 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 because we no, beat them we won at and we got in. So it is yeah, what right. it is. But my thing is, if I'm if I'm Stefanski, I'm telling the team that y'all squeezed in like like a rat through a hole. People don't think y'all belong here, but y'all got to show at some point that you exactly. belong here. And that's how you build onto those things, man. That's the stuff that Dabo Sweeney is doing. Those are the things that Mike Tomlin is doing right now. That's why those teams consistently are there. And that's why we aren't. Because we're the teams that are always trying to fabricate and make some stuff, some into some big man listen look your team in the face and tell them some bitches y'all suck at some point say it right when you suck you suck and say you suck and be the real dude and everybody understands that so i just need my teams my teams brand day my teams Kevin Stefanski to understand y'all got one job do the damn thing y'all can do the damn thing no turnovers play no smart. dumb penalties play smart play smart Miles we know you're going to be excited we don't need you getting three and four dumb offside penalties like you like to get every week I don't need you know? oh, but uh, however I watched you walk up the walkway last week with the keys to the script club. I'm gonna need you to come on, come on through with the script club, man. Right. Don't be I need scared. you guys to play with the I control range because it's Mason uh, Rudolph. I need you to roll right up on that damn on that porch and open the keys to the script club on this some bitch, man. That dude almost cost you your whole career. Beat the brakes off this guy. Thanks. Exactly. That's it. Ohio State, I need you guys to show up. And I need you guys to show up in a way that you probably haven't shown up in a few years. Five years. Yeah, I need y'all to show up. I need y'all to play hard. I need you guys to to live in a, in a realm that you haven't lived in in a while. Play big, play hard. Otherwise, y'all going home, and I don't want to hear no excuses. I'm not no excuse laden uh, fan. I'm not one. Yeah, of those this, this is one weekend where there's there's no excuses at all. Not a one. Okay, ain't blaming not the refs. Here. Ain't blaming nobody else. We not accepting here on two guys and a mic. We ain't accepting not one single solitary excuse. You win, you win. You lose, you lose. Exactly. That's it. That's all. That's how we get down. All right, people. So, so you can catch us. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Two Guys in the Mic Two One Six. Instagram Two Guys in the Mic Two One Six. All the streaming platforms. You got Anchor. You got Spotify. Apple iTunes. Google Podcasts. At Two Guys in the Mic. 
Um, you can also follow us on YouTube at Two Guys and a Mic 216, where we want you to subscribe, hit that like button um, on our videos, and click the notification bell so when we upload our video, um, you know firsthand when it's up and running. And we do we appreciate um, the fans that have been interacting with us, leaving comments um, on our Instagram page and YouTube. We appreciate it, and you see we do respond. Anything that you guys put out there, either myself or RP will respond to, you know, we enjoy that. You know, we get some pretty good conversations, except for a few knuckleheads like Corey uh, that wants to go out there and troll everybody all day. But that's a, that's yeah. for another story. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, we won't see you guys until, you know, Sunday night, Monday morning. So we want to wish everyone a happy new year. Everybody be safe, especially, I know it's not a lot going on, um, you know, Friday night, but if you do decide to go out, you know, please be safe because you know, you got a lot of crazy people out here, and we want everyone to be safe and come into the new year, uh, healthy and safe. Okay, so Ron, unless you have anything else to say, um, I'm gonna bid you guys a good night. Uh, just a little bit, bro. Uh, again, everything that Sean said, I 1000%. Uh, back it up. Uh, I have not been myself here over the last maybe two or three shows, but uh, I'm happy to be at least remotely back tonight. Uh, so I, I thank Sean for kind of carrying um, the show uh, without my usual uh, oomph and enthusiasm and 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 and, and, and you know flair, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but Sean has really held it down, and I appreciate him. Uh, again, I, 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 he always gets mad at me for saying this kind of stuff, but I appreciate him for allowing me to ruin his his night, uh, you know, for taking over his day and making him do this show. I, you know, it's it's a great thing for me. I always saw this as as a, a, a platform for the both of us, so I'm grateful to him for uh, allowing me to uh, bring him in on this, but, uh, you know, I just want to thank you guys because this year has been a difficult year. It's been a tough year. It's been a long year, but tonight is episode number 29 of our, of our podcast. So I thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, I thank you guys for, for, for hanging with us through, you know, technical stuff through, us trying to, you know, figure out what we were doing and which way we were gonna go. I'm just so I'm so grateful uh, for life and for my friendship with my with one of my homies. Uh, it's been great, man. This has been 29 great, great episodes, and we only got next year, and we about to pound it next year. We about to kill it next year. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited, I'm ecstatic. Um, I wanna say happy new year to you guys. We're looking to build our base even more. We're looking to expand and expound and do uh, bigger and better things, man. So uh, that's it for me. Uh, much love, shout outs uh, to all of the different businesses that we've given love and shouts out to. Again, we want you guys to keep flooding us with your stuff because we, we got nothing but time and nothing but room to uh, give you guys some love. So come check us out. 
two guys in a mic two one six. Sean, I got something for you too, dog. I don't want to put it in the mail though, but I got something for you. I appreciate uh, it. And you know, cause I, I, you know, we 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 both gotta have uh, this one thing. I couldn't I couldn't give it to nobody else. It's me and you. So I had to make sure you. I appreciate it, dog. We'll definitely hook up. Appreciate that. But uh, you know, everybody else, I appreciate you guys, man. I love y'all. Thank you for for your support. Thank you for your love. Continue to comment. Continue to like. Continue to subscribe. We love y'all. Happy New Year. Peace. Peace out. You've just listened to Two Guys in a Mic with Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Tune in to us on Sunday after the NFL games for our next podcast. Until then, peace.